our live stream service. Amen. With those of you who are joining us, uh, or please reach out to others and invite them and encourage them to join in with us this morning. Uh, let them know that they can watch the service either on our Second Baptist Church of Doolestown website or on at sbcod.org. Amen. Listen, we pray that everybody is doing well. The Bible says in Psalm 24, 1, 9, and 10 that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof the world and they that dwell therein. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye lifted up, you everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is the King of glory? The Lord of hosts. He is the King of glory. Why don't we stand this morning and let's put our hands together in song, amen, to worship you, Lord God, I live.
Let us church say amen. amen. Blessed be the rock of my salvation. Thank God we have a rock in Jesus Christ. An anchor when the storms get heavy. Hallelujah. Someone we can always count on in times of trouble. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you again for rising us up yet another day. A beautiful day. Sent the, the rains that we needed so desperately this week, dear Lord. Now you're sending the sunshine. You got it all. You know what you're doing. You are our maker and creator. The author and the finisher of our faith. We thank you, dear Lord, for another opportunity to say amen. Right here in the dwelling place of the Lord. The house of God. We bless all those, dear Lord, who are in transit. In route to get into the house. Bless all those who are unable to make it today, dear Lord, who are connecting with us on live stream. Let your spirit run rampant throughout the countryside, the hills and the valleys, the streets and the boroughs, all over the land, dear Lord. We need a word from you today. I had reached a point in my life, dear Lord, I didn't know what I was going to do. But thank God you reminded me that the battle is not mine. And to just trust you. But you also let me know that you want everything. You want my soul. And my body. And my mind. You want it all, dear Lord, and so do you deserve it. I just having trouble believing I was worthy of all of what you had to offer. Your grace and your mercy just overflow. And I'm thanking dear Lord, that that same grace and mercy is available to all. They would just believe. Just humble themselves and pray. Get down on your knees and ask for salvation. Bless the pastor, dear Lord. He's got a word today. He's excited about it, dear Lord. Obviously, your spirit has been with him guiding him and now made him ready equally make our ears and our hearts ready to hear and to receive dear lord and not only to receive but to go out and do follow through be your children and when praying days are over and there's nothing left to do dear lord all i want to hear is thy good and faithful servant You've been faithful over a few things now going to make you ruler over many. It's in Jesus' name we pray. All hail to the glory of God. Amen. Amen. Yeah, Josh, I wasn't, I'm serious, man. I was having trouble believing I could be worthy of all this. I know myself. I'm not worthy, but the Lord said, I'll make you worthy. You're my child. I will hold you up. I will provide. As we remain standing, uh, we have our congregational reading today. Our responsive reading comes to us from selection of 549. And, of course, on the big screen from, comes to us from Psalms today. God's providential care. God's providential care. 
He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with His feathers, and under His wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shall thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High, thy habitation. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee, to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and the adder, and the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him, everyone. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Amen.
may be seated. You all know I'm old school. I like all of the old hymns because if you listen to the lyrics of those songs, amen, I like the modern day stuff. It got a nice beat to it. You can move a little bit, but there's nothing like those old hymns, amen, because they're telling the story, letting us know that Jesus can carry you through. Anybody believe that today, that Jesus can carry you through, amen. What a mighty God that we serve. We're going to have our welcome this morning uh, by Deacon uh, Ashby Brisbane, amen, if he had come at this time, and let's welcome Deacon Brisbane. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord, for we shall lift up his name and praise him too. I just want to say good morning to our church family, our friends, and any business businesses that are here. We are so glad that you decided to choose Second Baptist to serve God today with us. And as the Bankman's boys got their little song is, we are Second Baptist. We will. We come to serve the Lord. We will lift the Savior up. So we ask you, if you are here for the first time today, to sit back and enjoy the service. And if you got a saying here, first time you come to your visitors, second time you come to your family, I ain't going to say whatever I'm going to say, because I'm not going to say we're going to put you to work, but you know, you know how it goes. When you go into the house of the Lord, he expects you to do something for it. Amen? Amen. So I thank you for coming today and allowing God to deliver a word to you through Pastor Hammer. We all stand in need of a blessing. We all stand in need of hearing a word from God. So have a good time. God bless. Amen. 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 You know, we are so blessed to have each and every one of you who are here with us. And I'm going to single out this morning, Brother Derek. Uh, why don't you introduce your family that's here from Louisiana? I said Louisiana. They said Louisiana. So I'm going to go with what they told me. Amen. That's the that's the way to pronounce it. Amen. Amen. Derek, come on. Name who you have over there. That's your dad. All right. Praise God. I know that's the mother. I can see the smile on her face. Amen. That's your twin. All right. Amen. Amen. Let's welcome Tate family. <laughs> we are excited. We are so glad that uh, we knew this day was coming. Derek kept telling me, uh, my, my family's coming. Oh, I mean, he couldn't wait for you to get here. And I know he already had you cook something for him. Amen. And so uh, I know he, he's going to miss that because when you leave, we can't do it the same way up here. Amen. But we are certainly glad and uh, that you were able to join us for today and praying for your time that you are here and for your traveling, for traveling mercies as you return home as well. You all know that our 2023 church theme for this year is that we are together in Christ. Amen. That's what the Lord has called us to do, to come together as people in Christ Jesus. Amen. Uh, we have a couple of different events that are coming at the church. We want to make sure that you place those on your calendar. 
Our youth are sponsoring a Trenton Thunder night at the ballpark, which is Friday, July the 14th. So that is coming up. So uh, tickets are moving fast, Ava. All right. So we uh, pray that if you would like to go, please reach out to Reverend Jackson. Amen. We would uh, love to have you. We have uh, box seats, got a buffet and all of that. Uh, whether whatever's going on, if it's cold, if it's, you know, a little damp, you can go inside, we can go outside. So uh, please make sure that you see him. We need to get that wrapped up. So uh, please reach out to Reverend Jackson for a ticket. Also for our Second Baptist Church of Doylestown, uh, Jimmy Jones Memorial Golf Outing is going to be on Friday, August the 25th. So we are expecting uh, all of our congregation to participate in one form or fashion, either by golfing as a foursome or a sponsor or attending the banquet. So we have a lot of information out. Matter of fact, there is a table out on the foyer uh, for those who would like to sign up. Uh, that is one of the largest fundraisers that we have here at the church. So we would ask that you would please make sure that you be a part of that outing. We have a great time and great fellowship. Uh, also, our audio-video campaign is we have installed the new cameras uh, and all, and so we need to pay for that. Amen? And so we would ask that, uh, why don't we make next Sunday a Sunday that we can uh, really designate in terms of our giving uh, to our audio-video campaign. So please make sure by, or for next Sunday that you bring a little extra in, amen, that we might uh, be able to uh, take care of that. I want to thank Deacon Smith for the great job he did installing everything for us and getting us up and running uh, with all. I uh, also want to let you know the Suburban Baptist Association, which we are a part of, uh, we have our spring or summer revival, actually, now this is summer, on uh, this coming Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. It's going to be held at Bethlehem Baptist Church in Springhouse, Pennsylvania. Uh, I will be serving as the worship leader on Tuesday night and our choirs will be singing. So we would invite and encourage you to come out and join us on uh, this coming Tuesday. Uh, the revivalist is uh, Bruce Alec, uh, who I think Bruce is now up in Reading, Pennsylvania, in that area, uh, but it was from the Philadelphia area uh, prior to moving. So uh, come out on Tuesday night. Uh, again, I'll be worship leading. Our choirs will be bringing the music for that night. Amen. And our scholarship ministry has uh, put together a uh, play at the Sight and Sound Theater. Uh, they're featuring Moses, amen, this year. Uh, that's going to take place on a Thursday, October the 5th of this year. So uh, you can begin registering and signing up for that. You can see any member of the scholarship committee, amen. You know, this is a great opportunity for us uh, in terms of our tithes and offering. Uh, since COVID, as you know, we've changed the way that we are doing our tithes and offering, trying to keep as few hands as possible, uh, touching things and, and just being safe. So we have a offertory box that is located at the back of the church. So prior to leaving today, or as you came in, um, you know, to deposit your tithes and your offerings there. Of course, we have the three ways to give. You can give here at the church in person. Those of you who are watching by online today, you can click on the Tively button and submit your tithes and offerings, or you can mail it in. So we do thank God uh, for the blessings and for each and every one of you for your help, uh, for your support uh, of the church as we give back to God that which belongs to him anyway. Amen. Let's bow our head as we say thank you, Lord, for the giving. 
Father, we thank you and we bless you, Lord. We thank you for an opportunity to give. We ask, God, that you bless both the gift and the giver. Bless those who gave. Bless those who had a desire to give but had it not. And so, Lord, we just want to say thank you for all of your blessings, for your grace, and for your mercy. We ask these things in the precious name of your son, Jesus Christ, we pray. Let the church say, Amen. You know, each month we like to acknowledge our members who are celebrating uh, birthdays and wedding anniversaries. Uh, so for the month of June, if we have any who are here who are uh, celebrating the birthday during this month, if you'd be so kind to stand, amen. You see the list that is up there. Uh, see Reverend Jackson's name is up there, amen. So we certainly want to wish him a happy birthday as well as all of those names that are up on the board for today. And so we want to sing happy birthday. Pastor Paul's going to lead us in happy birthday song in the choir. Amen. I didn't see your name on it, but I saw you standing. We want to say happy birthday to you as well. And we also want to acknowledge those who have wedding anniversaries uh, during the month of June. You know June is one of those wedding months. Amen. And so uh, we want to certainly congratulate Terry and Palestine Busty for seven years, Tony and Jennifer Jones, amen, for 15 years, uh, Curtis and Pamela Morris, 21 years, Lonzo and Linda Roberts, 27 years. We have Brother Robinson, who have been married a very long time, to Sister Tina, amen, and uh, Harry and Monica Lindemuth, and also for Vince and Lavinia Thompson for 38 years, amen. Let's say, oh, there we go, for Alice and George Tyler, amen, amen. How many years is it now? Three years, amen, amen. Come on, let's congratulate those on the wedding anniversary. I heard the choir rehearsing uh, prior to coming in. I was, you know, in the uh, study and all. And so I want them to come on up and do what God has given them. Amen. Come on, let's welcome our sanctuary choir.
Start passing our blessings. Save a blessing for me. And didn't get to sing it too much before he passed away, but it was a good song because he went through the whole Bible, and I'm telling you, it was a, it is a great song. So if you can ever get on Milcon.com, listen to some of his music. And I just want to thank God for. I heard I heard that a move of God. When I was a kid, I, I left the Baptist church and went to. Methodist Church, and I was like a bird in a windstorm. I didn't know none of their ways, but something was telling me to get up and go join the church. And I wouldn't move the next Sunday, and I wouldn't move. So finally one Sunday, the preacher was preaching, and I was floating down the aisle. I said, look down, my feet wasn't moving. I said, I better go. I started walking, and I've been in church since I was 13. But God had to move me because I was afraid to walk in front because I really didn't know the view. But I, w I knew I wanted to be there. I knew I had to be there because I liked the way they preached. I liked their Bible study. They had a, a Jubilee choir that sang a cappella. Everything is a cappella. And I let this professor talk me into joining the choir. I said, I can't even sing. What am I doing up here? But when I went back, couple summers ago, the guy said, man, you must have been in church, because you know all the songs. I said, yes, I've been in church ever since I left here. So thank God for that. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for all that you do for us. We thank you how you move us, Lord God. When we, we 
don't want to move ourselves. We thank you, God, for this building that we can come in and worship you in spirit and in truth. But, Father, we ask your blessing upon Pastor Hamlin this morning. Lord, let him preach the word this morning and let the word touch us this morning. Let us be able to go out and share and let others know that what God has done for us, he will do for them too. For the words say, God is not a respecter of a person. What he do for one, he'll do for the other. I realized this morning that it was God who saved me from myself, who brought me into his house that I might learn God's way. Now, I'm not saying that I'm perfect, but I try to do my best. I try to live a life that people will see Christ in me. I try to help those that need help. And I ask God to continue to bless me. Though I may not have a fortune, what I do have, I share it. I share with my money, my time, and my just, just to talk to someone, to let them know that God is real. And if you're standing in line right now and you're in need of help, he said, ask anything in my name. Believe that I will do it and shall be done. Ask today, church, if we're going through. I, I realized I just lost two first cousins within the last three months, three weeks. And they called him in to tell me this one's son died and that one's son died. And I'm thinking, well, you know what? I, I really don't know them. I was gone 50 something years. I don't know them. But uh, I knew my, my cousins, but I didn't know their kids. And so that's a bad thing because. We don't get together like we used to. We live on a street with people and we don't even know their name. Don't even bother to talk. I, I, I walked out this morning and the neighbor across the street for three days. She, she wouldn't even speak. She'd always ask. This morning she'd come up, oh, do you have an event today? I said, yes, I'm going to church. We're having a good time. Let's see. Woo, this is strange. People don't talk to each other anymore. They don't care about each other anymore. The reason why I say that because I was watching the news a little bit. I like to watch the weather, but you know, everyone there's a man was shot. There was a grandfather and a five-year-old shot. There was a 12-year-old killed last week. And I said, enough of this. Enough of this. I'm going to dedicate time just praying to God that some kind of way we can get the guns off the street. We can protect our kids. You know, in my job, I'm a school bus driver for special needs, and our job is to protect the kids, protect yourself, and take care of the bus. And I've dedicated 15 years to doing just that. And so they say to me, you see everything. I say, yeah, because you've got to be aware of your surroundings. So kids, you know, even though I know you're going to go out, you gotta be aware of your surroundings. You gotta know what neighborhood you're going in. God will protect you, but you have to do something too, and that is do the right thing. Do what is right in the sight of God, and He will bless you. So, Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for the service. We thank you for the opportunity, Lord God, to somehow witness and do a prayer that you are real. You are a real God. And I can feel you down in my soul. So we thank you. We ask you to bless us one by one and collectively. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
Come on, let's give the Lord some praise. Why I said that we serve a mighty God. How many of you know that we serve a mighty God today? Oh, y'all ain't clapping like you really mean it. How many of you know that we do serve a mighty good God? Amen. Pastor Paul said he's a way maker. Amen. Has the Lord ever made a way in your life? Come on in here, somebody. We serve a mighty good God. Amen. I want to thank uh, Deacon Brisbane for his prayer and for the choir. Amen. Singing from the depths of their soul. Amen. Pastor Paul on the keyboards, Brother Chris on the drums, amen, Deacon Smith uh, handling all of our audio video, and we praise God for that. I see everything is up and, and running well, amen, just giving God praise and glory. Listen, on last Sunday, we had just a great time. Uh, at, we had a revival, amen, uh, out in the community on last Sunday at the Mercer Museum. It was just an awesome time, and uh, it was truly a blessing seeing people come together to worship God, amen, uh, not be concerned and afraid. And listen, you know we are living in a difficult times that, you know, you go out somewhere now, you know, you got to worry about folk half crazy. You don't know what they're going to do, amen. But how many of you know that the Lord has his arms of protection all around us, amen? And so just grateful and thankful for God's blessings, amen. You know, there were some who were there who were believers. We had an amen corner, amen, for Second Baptist Church, and uh, it just had a blessed time. Deacon Brisbane, Sister Brisbane, amen, had their uh, their uh, food truck operating and doing a good When I looked over there, the line just kept on and on. So I know that they were blessed, amen. We were happy to have you there and uh, represent Second Baptist as well, amen, and turning out good food and good fellowship and you know I came away from that service on last Sunday thinking about how blessed we really are amen anybody know that we're blessed I came away from that service just really thinking about how blessed we are and how many blessings that God has placed in our lives amen and, and you know what? The reality is we don't thank him the way that we should. Amen. You all in agreement with that? We don't thank God the way that we should for all of the for all of these blessings that God has given us. Amen. And just thinking about all of these blessings, realizing that the God we serve loves us and he cares about us. And I thank God because he's still in the blessing business. Amen. You know, the Apostle John. Reminds us in John 1, verses 14 to 16, that God blesses us over and over and over again. Amen. You be so kind and stand with me. Amen. Just for these three short verses. Listen, if you will, to the words that are recorded there. The Gospel of John, chapter 1, verses 14 through 16. The word of God says that the word became flesh. And made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory. The glory of the one and only son. Who came from the father full of grace and truth. John testified concerning him. He cried out saying. This is the one I spoke about. When I said he who comes after me. Has surpassed me because he was before me and out of his fullness we have all received grace 
in place of grace already given. Amen. I want to lift that 16th verse again, and I want to give you the New Living Translation on how it puts this 16th verse. For it says, from the fullness of his grace, we have all received one blessing after another. Let me read that again, because I think y'all missed that. From the fullness of his grace, we have all received. One blessing after another. Amen. I want you to turn to your neighbor this morning and say, neighbor, just tell him I'm blessed. Turn and tell somebody this morning I'm blessed. Now, now tell it like you mean it. If you really blessed, you ought to tell somebody this morning that I'm blessed. Come on, let's tell somebody this morning I'm, I'm blessed. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. I'm blessed. Amen. Reverend Jackson said that I was excited this morning. Amen. Because I'm going to tell you. Anytime I stop and think about the goodness of the Lord and all that he has done for me. Anybody feel the way I feel? That when you stop for a moment and when you think about what the Lord has done for you. I don't know about you, but I can't keep my hands uh, together. Amen. I got to put them together and give God praise and thank God for all of his blessings. Anybody know this morning that you've been blessed? Amen. Let's pray. Eternal God, our Father, Lord, we come this morning just to say thank you realizing lord god that we're blessed blessed by the best and lord we just want to give you thanks and praise we want to honor you we want to give you the glory lord god and the praise that you alone deserve and we ask god that you would be with us now as we hear a word from thee we ask god if there's anyone under the sound of my voice who does not know you personally and the pardoning of their sins. The Lord, you would speak to hearts right now, Lord, and upon hearing your word that someone would cry out this morning, Lord God, I yield, I yield. What must I do to be saved? For we ask this in the mighty, matchless, marvelous name of Jesus, who is the Christ. Let the church say amen. Let the church say amen. Come on, we're going to give the Lord some praise. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. What a mighty God. That we serve. Amen. You know, I was listening to Deacon Brisbane's prayer. And in essence, in his prayer, he was saying that we take for granted the blessings that God gives us in our daily lives. Amen. And if you stop for a moment and just think about all of the blessings that God has given you in your life. Amen, somebody? The fact that you're still here today. Amen. Let you know that you've been blessed. That breath that God gives you moment by moment, church, it lets you know that you have been blessed. Amen. The fact that you had a roof over your head last night. Amen. That you got some clothes on and you look good. I do want to tell you you look good this morning. Amen, somebody. The fact that you had food on your table, you got clothes on your back. Amen. Uh, you got a reasonable portion of health. You were good enough to make it in here this morning. Amen, somebody. <clears throat> and so we know then that we have been blessed. And I'm sure you all have heard the phrase before, count your blessings. Amen. You know, the song says to count your blessings and name them one by one. 
And if we really named them one by one, we'd be here all day, all night, amen, all week long, all month long, all year long, amen. We've been blessed, church. And with all of the daily tragedies that you have, Dick, you were listing out some of the tragedies that we have day by day. All of the tragedies that we see in the world, it reminds us to count our blessings, amen. You know, as Christians, we have a lot of blessings to count, amen. And that's why verse 16 of this text is so important. And that's really what I want to focus on this morning, that particular verse. And I want to say it again, for it says that from the fullness of, somebody say his grace. From the fullness of his grace, we have what? We have all received one blessing after another. Amen. Isn't that a great word? That from the fullness of God's grace, that we have all received one blessing after another. Amen. Do you realize that every one of you and every Christian in this world can say that God has given me one blessing after another? Amen. And so this morning, that's really what I want to think about, what God the Holy Spirit is really saying to us here. Amen. You see, John writes that our blessings come from the fullness of God's grace. You know, in our country in which we live, we know what it's like to experience fullness. Because the truth is that in our country, we have an abundance of everything. Amen. We have a fullness in this country that most countries don't have. Amen. We can go to the grocery store. I don't care if it's in Doylestown or over San Francisco or down in San Antonio or up somewhere in Maine. And when you walk in there, everything in that store is filled to the brim. Amen. And those of you who have traveled with us overseas, you remember when we went in those grocery stores overseas, they had a little bit of this in one corner, had a little bit of produce over here, a couple of tomatoes over there. Amen. But over here, we are so spoiled. Amen. We have the fullness of blessings in everything you want. Amen. We have a fullness in this country. You see, in our text, God also says that he is full of grace. Amen. You, you know what? When I picture uh, God, Pastor Paul, I picture God like, like a giant warehouse, just, just full of gracious blessings and, and that that warehouse never runs out. Amen. Uh, now, God better than Amazon. Amen. Amazon got places all over the place, and every now and then they run out as well. Amen. But, but, but when I think about this warehouse of blessings God has for us, and, and, and I picture that every day the angels just pull up in the trucks and load up God's blessings. Amen. And, and take those blessings down to the world and to give them to you and to me. Amen. And then they go back up to heaven again. And, and the whole thing starts all over again because the blessings never run out. Amen. What that is, church, that is the fullness of God's grace. Amen. You know, I was reading just the other day. They had a story about a man who uh, last Christmas he had walked into a homeless shelter. And he started giving away $100. Everybody was there, and he wound up giving out about $35,000. And apparently he had been homeless himself one time. And now he just wanted to give away some joy during 
that Christmas season, and nobody there deserved the money. The man just wanted to bless others. Amen. And when I think about it in a way, that's how God describes himself in the Bible. That he's overflowing with a desire to give you blessings. And the blessings that we receive, they are grace blessings and blessings that are undeserved. Amen. You see, you and I are the people living in that homeless shelter. Amen, somebody? And God is giving us one blessing after another. And that's the fullness of God's grace. You see, in life, we don't always get what we want. I know social media will tell you that you can have everything you want, Pastor Paul, and, and that you should have everything, and, and you deserve to have everything that you want. But in the real world, we know that not everybody gets what they want. Sometimes folk get absolutely nothing. Amen. But that's not what happens when God blesses his people. When God blesses his people, no one is left out. Amen. According to the Bible, there's no such thing as a Christian who hasn't been thoroughly blessed by God. Amen. Think about it for a moment. Can you say this morning that you've been thoroughly blessed by God? Did he wake you up this morning? Did he start you on your way? You still got breath in your body right now. You got the articulation of your tongue. You got some movement of your limbs. Amen. I call that. I've been thoroughly. I don't know what you want to call it. But I want to tell you this morning, I've been thoroughly blessed. Is there anybody here this morning who, who's been thoroughly blessed? That's what that verse 16 is all about, church. It says, from the fullness of his grace. We have all received one blessing after another. Amen. All of us receive a ton of blessings from God. Amen. And nobody is left out. Amen. You all remember when uh, COVID broke out? I, mean, I, I Listen, I'll never forget it because we were stuck over in Israel. Amen. When COVID broke out. But when we got back, there was a rush and a push uh, they didn't have the vaccine and folk were dying. I mean, left to right. You know, you turn on the news and they were just throwing bodies and trucks up in New York. And, and everybody was concerned and afraid if they were going to, you know, uh, contract COVID. And the vaccine hadn't come out yet. And then the vaccine finally comes out and then they don't have enough for everybody. And everybody's searching and, and trying to see whatever you could do. I went from this place to that place trying to get a vaccine. Folk were dying. I had relatives who were dying and all Sister Hamlin and I actually went all the way down to Atlantic City, amen, to get a vaccine, amen. And we're happy to drive down there and get it, amen. We uh, were standing in line and folks always trying to get a vaccine, but not everyone could get it. You see, God doesn't hand out his blessings that way, amen. Everybody gets blessed. And every Christian has a vaccine from God, amen. And, and God gives us a death vaccine. Because of sin, death was supposed to be a terrible thing. That once you die, we were supposed to stay dead forever. And your soul was supposed to go to hell where you would be punished for all your sins forever. That's what was supposed to happen at death. But thank God that Jesus Christ came into our world. And he brought with him the death vaccine. Hallelujah. Amen. 
And instead of you being punished for your sins, Christ is punished instead as our substitute. He took our place, amen? So instead of us being condemned to go to hell, you can go to heaven because of Jesus Christ, amen? And instead of your body staying dead forever, the Bible says that on that last day, Christ promised to raise your body from the dead and to create a brand new world for you and I to live in. Amen. You see, for the Christian, you and I, amen, death is not something that we need to be terrified of. Amen. So many times over the years when I would go into the hospital, I get a phone call that someone is dying or on their deathbed and and many times that as soon as I open the door of the hospital floor, uh, you can hear sometimes some folks wailing and screaming because they didn't know what was going to happen to them when they died. But when I went into a believer's room, they were laying there nice and quiet. And you could hear the person screaming down the hall because they didn't know what was going to happen to them when they died. But the Christian was there and laying there and said, you know what, Pastor? Everything is in God's hands. I know I'm going to be all right. I know that God has prepared a place for me. I know that there's a better place awaiting for me. I know that I'm going to see my loved ones again who died in Christ Jesus. So whenever the Lord decides to pull that breath for me, I'm all right. Hallelujah this morning, somebody. Because we got to realize today that everyone who believes in Christ Jesus receives that death vaccine against eternal death and punishment. And it's called the forgiveness of sins. Amen. And so you get that extra dose of that vaccine every time you hear God's word. Every time you take the Lord's Supper, you get that extra dose of vaccine. Amen. And and look at that phrase. It says, one blessing after another. All I can say is glory to God. Hallelujah. You see, in the original Greek, what the Bible is literally saying here is that we all have received from God grace after grace. Amen. So in other words, church, today's grace will be replaced by tomorrow's grace. And this week's grace will be replaced by next week's grace. And that there's never an ending supply of gracious blessings that God is giving to you. Amen. Truth is, we live in a world where we're told that we're always supposed to be upgrading everything. Amen. If your car is getting too old, you're supposed to upgrade it. If your computer is getting too old, you have to eventually upgrade that too. You have to upgrade your wardrobe. You have to upgrade your kitchen appliances. And eventually everything we have has to be updated or upgraded. But don't you know that God updates your blessings too? Hallelujah, church. The way that God blesses you now is different than the way he blessed you 25 years ago. Amen. And the reality is, is that God keeps up with you. Amen. He watches your life and he gives you one blessing after another. And that everything that you need, church, even as your life changes, God continues to update your blessings. Amen. But you know what's sad when I thought about it? A lot of Christians spend their time focusing on what they don't have. Amen. Always complaining. Amen. And here's somebody. God really hasn't blessed me the way that I want it. He hasn't given me that much. I wish I had this. Or I wish I had that. Why can't I have this thing over here? 
Have you ever let yourself fall into that? Amen. We got to be careful. Because if you're not careful, you can fall in that trap of complaining about your lack of blessings of what you think that you don't have. Amen. And the truth is, sometimes we get angry with God. God, why don't I have what somebody else has? Then we start questioning God's wisdom and love. Amen. Asking yourself, does God really care about me? Don't he see what's going on in my life? But church, I stopped by to give you some good news. Amen. And the good news is that God's grace has been updated to cover that sin too. Amen. You see, Christ's sacrifice washes away all of that negative thinking that we have. Amen. Just think, church, about all of the spiritual blessings that God already gave you in the course of this year. Amen. We are halfway through the year. And I want to tell you this morning, if God don't do another thing for me, I'm already all satisfied and all right. Do you hear me this morning? If he don't do another thing, then I'm grateful and thankful for what he has. Is there anybody here just grateful and thankful for what the Lord has already done for you? When you look back over your life and think about everything that God has done, if you're not satisfied, then I'm going to tell you that's on you. But if you stop for a moment, And you begin to think about everything that God has done. Think about how he brought you through in the midst of trials and tribulations. Think about how he raised you up out of the muck and the mire of your life. Think about how he provides for you when everybody else said that you can't have what you need to have. But I stopped by to tell somebody this morning that we serve a mighty good God. And if God has blessed you and the Lord has done something for you, if God has made a way out of no way for you, if he lifted you up when you were down, if God's doing something in your life right now, then let's put our hands together and give God praise and glory. Let's thank him in the way that God has blessed us. Let's be appreciative of everything that God has done. Come on, let's put our hands together and give God praise and glory. Hallelujah. Stand with me this morning, church. The good news is God's grace. <laughs> has been updated to cover that sin too. Christ washes away, church, all of that negative stuff. We got to let that stuff go, amen. For some of you, he brought you to faith. For others, he matured you in your faith. You know what he's done for us as a church? He's brought us closer together, amen, as a church body, a family of believers. He's blessed us with some new faces, amen, over this past year. And and if you know that you've been blessed, we ought to thank God and say, Lord, thank you for all of your blessings, amen. We got to count our blessings. We got to praise him for the fullness of the grace of God because he gave us one blessing after another. How many of you know that God is still in the blessing business? How many of you really know it? You know what we take for granted, church? We take for granted of what Christ has done for us. He took our sin debts on him on the cross. We ought to have been dead and gone, guilty of our sins. But because of God's grace, the fullness of his grace, he still gives us one blessing after another. After another after another, after another, after another, after another, after another, after another, 
after another, after another, after another, after another, after another, after another, after another. God is blessing us. He's blessing you with an opportunity now to submit your heart and your life to him. Amen. These deacons, as they go down the aisle, amen, they got their arms outstretched to you. Maybe you have never accepted Jesus personally as your Lord and Savior. God has given you a chance right now to surrender your heart and your life to him. All you got to do is to take him up on it. Amen. To admit that you are a sinner in need of repentance and in need of a Savior. And if you genuinely and sincerely invite the Lord Jesus Christ into your heart and to your life, he will receive you. Watch this, church, just as you are. Amen. We get caught up thinking that we got to clean ourselves up. I've had so many people say this to me, that I'll come to church when I get myself together. Now, I'm bold enough. Just to flat out tell them, you ain't never going to get yourself together when you're old. Amen. The only way we're going to get there is by receiving and accepting Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Amen. If there's one here today, those of you who are listening by live stream today, if the Lord is speaking just to you, we want you to reach out to us. Amen. We would love to pray with you, to disciple you, to encourage you, to help you. Amen. On your journey. But please reach out to us either on our website or on our Facebook page or call the church, email, text, all this social media that we have. Amen. But the Lord invites you to give your heart. Those who may be living here in, in this community, but you don't have a church home, you need a covering in your life. Amen. You need a place where you can use your gifts, your talents and treasures and give it back to the Lord. He's blessed you with it. One blessing after another. Amen. Let's look to the Lord in prayer. Eternal God, our Father, Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you for the blessings of this day, God, one blessing after another. And we ask, God, that you would speak to our hearts. Those who are here who are believers, God, help us to strengthen our relationship with you. That we might follow you, God, that we may do the things that you require and ask of us to do because we love you, Lord. We honor you. We praise you. We lift your name up on high. We ask a special blessing be upon those who were able to join us this morning. Those who had a desire in their heart to come but couldn't, Lord, we ask that you would be with them. Bless those who are watching by live stream, Lord God. We pray that you will bless them wherever they are. But, Lord, we come just to give you the praise. We come to give you the honor. We come to give you the glory. We come to lift up your name on high. We come to praise you, Father God. And so, Lord, we ask as we leave this place that we don't leave here the same way in which we have come. But we will leave, Lord God, with a renewed spirit, a new mind, a new heart, Lord God, realizing that we are receiving the fullness of your grace. And, Lord, we say thank you for blessing us all, one blessing after another. May God bless you. Heaven smile upon each and every one of you. What a mighty God. We serve. Come on, let's give God praise.
thank you to each of you taking the time to come out. Amen, Brother Derek. God bless you and your family. Amen. We are so excited and happy to have you here with us. And listen, as uh, I know it's supposed to be a so-called bad week of weather this week, just be careful. But let's give God praise each and every day for he has given us all one blessing after another. Amen. God bless you.